0: The review embargo has dropped for Dune Part 2, and it's a good thing that these movies weren't made in the early 2000s, because if they had been, you know this movie would have been called Toon, right? This episode's brought to you by Stamps.com. Go to Stamps.com and use promo code Merle for a special offer, and stay tuned after the video for more info. Hello everybody, I'm Dan Merle, here with my review for Dune Part 2, one of my most hotly anticipated movies since the end of the first Dune, back in 2021. And much like the Blues Brothers, they got the band back together for this movie. Denis Villeneuve is back to direct, as well as co-write the screenplay, along with John Spates. Greg Fraser, Joe Walker, and Hans Zimmer are back as cinematographer, editor, and composer, along with other key returning crew. And as terrible as it was for the entertainment industry, the strikes from last year were actually a good thing for the winners of this year's Oscars for Best Visual Effects, Best Sound, Best Cinematography, because odds are those prizes would have gone to the people that worked on Dune Part 2 if it hadn't been delayed and pushed out of 2023. This Dune franchise seems destined to be delayed for some reason or another. First it was COVID, then the strikes last year. If they do end up making more Dune movies, look out because whenever they put it on the release calendar, something's gonna happen. Dune part two literally picks up where the first Dune left off as Paul Atreides learns the ways of the Fremen on the desert planet Arrakis, and Baron Harkonnen looks to crush the resistance that's sabotaging his spice harvesting. New characters this time around include Fade Rautha, Harkonnen's Baron-in-waiting, brought in to restore order on Arrakis, the Emperor, played by Christopher Walken, whose quest to maintain the status quo and stay in power is behind everything we've seen so far, and Princess Irulan, the Emperor's daughter, played by Florence Pugh, who's tasked with her role in fulfilling a future that she hasn't been given a say in. There are also expanded roles for Javier Bardem's Stilgar, whose literal faith in Paul powers his rise among the Fremen, and Zendaya's Chani, who's drawn to Paul, but not the power that is rising inside of him. And power is the key theme in this movie. If the first Dune was about fear and Paul's ultimate growth, then this movie is about the power that comes with that growth. Is Paul really the prophesied chosen one meant to lead the Fremen to paradise, or is he merely a pawn in a game that's being played by the power behind the power? This is ultimately a clash between several different groups, all of whom believe they have true power, and the consequences that come with that conflict. There's a lot of ground to cover in Dune Part 2. The first film took so much time establishing these characters and the worlds they occupy, the power structures around them, and that needed to be done. The first Dune jogged so that this Dune could sprint, so if you haven't seen the first Dune movie, then absolutely go see it before you see this one. If you haven't seen the first one in a while, then rewatch it before you see this one. And even if you have seen the first one and you remember it, but you haven't read the book, it might be instructive to do a bit of a deep dive into the lore. I hadn't read the book when the first Dune came out. I read it in between these two movies and I was actually glad that I did because there are a lot of things in this movie that you might be a little bit lost on or that are skipped over or rushed through that could be a bit more confusing if you don't know the underlying story behind the film. I'm not saying that you have to read the book to understand the movie, but I think that it could help you understand some of the things that are going on. If there is a flaw in this movie, and there really aren't that many, I think that it would be that the story isn't quite as sound in this one, particularly when it comes to the characters, because there's so much that they have to accomplish. There's not a whole lot of room for those quieter moments that work so well in the first movie past the first act of this one. I actually think this is a movie that could benefit from a Lord of the Rings style extended cut for fans who want more, and I think that it would improve the story instead of just adding additional material. Book fans in particular may bristle a bit at some of the changes that are made or some of the things that are excluded, but at the same time it stays true to the feel of the original book. Don't worry, it's not running away from its worm juice drinking roots. But none of this changes the fact that Dune Part 2, like the first film, is a capital M movie. There has been no shortage of expensive movies hitting theaters recently, but most of those have been disappointments because they have nothing new to offer. Dune Part Two is, frankly, a stunning expansion of the universe that was introduced in the first movie. This is not a nearly $200 million movie that you watch wondering where the budget went, it's all right there on the screen with a talented ensemble cast, stunning locations, and special effects that are as good as have been done in a movie to this point. This is the creation of an entirely alien world on a massive scale, but it doesn't feel fake, it doesn't feel like just Hollywood throwing visual effects back in my face yet again. These movies are achievements, and, and I don't use that word lightly. The only thing that I can't really speak to is how the movie looks in IMAX, because as fate would have it, the theater where I went to see my critic screening had a malfunctioning IMAX projector. So we saw it in a Dolby XD cinema, which is about as good as you can get if you can't watch it in IMAX. I have tickets for an IMAX screening that I'll be able to see before I do my spoiler review, which I'll probably do next week once the movie's in theaters. As for the performances, I could probably sit here and talk for 20 minutes addressing every single character in this movie because every one of them has at least one moment in this movie that I love, and I'll probably do that in my spoiler review. But to single out a few actors specifically, Javier Bardem's character Stilgar goes from minor to major in this movie and he adds both humor and gravity. The hopes of the Fremen are reflected in Stilgar and as his fanaticism grows, we don't know whether to be happy or scared. Zendaya also gets a character in this film. I mean, she barely appeared in the last one. And I love how we see Chani and her love for Paul, but also her growing worries about his increasingly fundamentalist following. Chani's character is built upon and altered for this movie in a way that I don't think changes the nature or spirit of the story, but it benefits the film. And a lot of Dune Part 2 hinges on seeing Paul through her eyes. Austin Butler as Fade Rautha is such a great sociopath, he's horrifying in that compelling way that makes a great villain, that sort of combination of evil with a seductive power, and he also makes some interesting performance choices that really worked for me, but may not for everybody. If anything, I'd say the movie needs a couple more scenes with him just to underscore the insanity of this character. And then we have Timothy Chalamet as Paul. If you thought you saw growth and progression in the first movie, Paul's journey in this film is twice as big. Twice as impactful. I feel like with Timothy Chalamet in the last few years, the fact that he's on the gossip sites and whatever stuff off screen and the fact that he kinda takes some roles or has taken some roles that are sort of the mumbly, tender teenage sort of love interest may have convinced people that he's sort of slight or that he might be a little bit too frivolous to take on a role like this. But his performance in this film really only underscores that he is one of the best actors of his generation. And he's able to hit notes in this movie that I honestly didn't know he was capable of and I'm an admirer of his work. The story of Dune rests on Timothy Chalamet's shoulders and he proves in this film more so even than the first movie, that he's up to the task. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Back in 2021 when the first Dune movie came out, I sat right here on this set and said this. I genuinely believe that if these future films are made and if they execute on the same level as this first Dune film, I think that we could look at, when this is all said and done, a saga that stands the test of time in the same way that Lord of the Rings has stood the test of time, in the same way that Star Wars has stood the test of time. I see that potential in this story and in these filmmakers, we could be looking at the opening chapter of one of the greatest film sagas of all time. Having now seen two Dune movies, I can say without hesitation or exaggeration that this is one of the best sci-fi fantasy film franchises of all time. And really, this is one of my favorite two film pairings of all time. And now the question is, do we get more? There's certainly room left at the end of this movie to tell more story. I do think that this one is more self-contained than the first. Dune part one was a good movie and I thought that inside of that movie, it closed a lot of the arcs that we began with the characters, but the overall story wouldn't have been complete if we didn't have Dune Part 2. I don't think that's necessarily the case with this film. If this was the last Dune movie that was made, we've closed the loop on, I think, everything plot-wise that was begun in the first movie and the second movie, but there's a lot of runways still there, and the movie's pretty open about that. Honestly, I wouldn't have been surprised if there had just been a title card at the end of this film saying, hey, nerds, if you want more, go see this movie and tell your friends. Denis Villeneuve really does seem to be leaving it up to us, the audience, as to whether he's allowed to keep making these movies. He didn't call his shot, he didn't say that he was making two or three or four or five Dune films. It literally comes down to, okay, well, did you go see it? Then we'll keep making them, which is, by the way, how movie making used to work. And honestly, I sincerely hope that the audience shows up to support this film because I want at least one more Dune movie. I would say actually no, I need at least one more Dune movie. It's the same plea that I made in 2021 when the first Dune came out and I said, please go see this movie, because we have to get the next one. And I'll say it about this one too, even though Dune part two does close the story, as told in these first two films, I need to see what Denis Villeneuve has in his mind for what could be next. Even if it was just these two films, this would have such a high place of honor in the sci-fi fantasy genre. If we get another film as good as this one, I mean, I think we're talking all-timer here, and when you look at Denis Villeneuve's filmography, Arrival, Blade Runner 2049, Dune Part One, Dune Part Two, he's making his own case for being one of the best sci-fi directors of all time, period, again, I know that that's saying a lot, and I know that this is a movie universe where exaggeration is what gets you attention, but I am not exaggerating when I say this. I think that he has made, just with these two movies, incredible pieces of science fiction that do sort of bridge also into the fantasy genre, and I want more. So on my personal scale, even though the story has to jump around a lot more and doesn't quite have the focus of the first film, that does not overwhelm the incredible visuals, the incredible craft, and the fantastic performances in Dune Part 2. So it is getting a very enthusiastic see it now. I loved this movie. I'm glad that it's getting the theatrical run that the first movie didn't get as it went day and date to streaming on HBO Max. Go see this on the biggest screen that you can find. I know that people use this as a meme with Martin Scorsese, but whatever. I'll meme it myself. This is cinema this is what movie making is all about this is what the big screen is all about Christopher Nolan gets it Denis Villeneuve gets it this is why big screen cinematic experiences exist if you wait to see this at home the movie yes is the same but the experience is different I know that movies cost money and this is also a time investment but if you're going to spend your money and spend your time to go to the theater Dune Part 2 is the movie to invest in So those are my thoughts on Dune Part 2. What do you think? Are you going to be heading out to the theater to see it? Let me know down in the comments below. And before we go, I'm going to thank the sponsor for this video, Stamps.com. We are well into February, and all that excitement from the new year has worn off, which means that for many of us, we're back to the grind of running our day-to-day lives. But there's no reason why your grind can't become your groove as you operate at peak efficiency, and a great step in that direction is using Stamps.com, especially if you run your own business. Stamps.com helps you out with rates that you can't find anywhere else, like up to 89% off of USPS and UPS, plus they automatically tell you your are cheapest and fastest shipping options so you don't have to navigate all these different carriers. If you sell products online, Stamps.com seamlessly connects with every major marketplace and shopping cart, and all you need to use Stamps.com is a computer and printer. They even send you a free scale so that you'll have everything you need to get started. And with the Stamps.com app, it's like having a post office in your pocket 24-7. Keep your mailing and shipping moving at the speed of your business with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code Merle for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale, no long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code Merle. Thanks so much to Stamps.com for sponsoring this video, and thank you for watching. Stay tuned right here on the channel this week, because I still have reviews of the Avatar The Last Airbender series on Netflix, which releases in a couple days. I'm excited to talk about that, and of course, all the other stuff we do here on the channel. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that bell so you're notified when I upload all these reviews, and thanks for spending part of your day here with me. Until next time, stay safe, and I'll see you then. Bye.